welcome back to Confess It Baby. Today, you guys are in for some laughs. You may already know who our guest this week is. We pretty much see him in our profile and our feed every single week on Only in Dade. Why are you mimicking me if right now? If you don't know who he is, then you're not from Miami. If you don't know who he is, <laughs> oh, you're not a human. He's like Miami that. New Times best mm, comedian of coming. What else? pretty much every year. <laughs> okay, He's well. an improviser. He's mm. been on American Idol, so that means he can obviously sing. Oh. Please drum roll. Welcome to Confess It, Carlos with hey, an H. Hey, what's up? How Hi. are you guys? <laughs> that was crazy. That was, that was, that was a that very long introduction. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could have kept that. going. I know, I know. But no, but this I, I is the best part of it all, guys. What? I'm in the middle of two lovebirds. I know. I don't um, know what, it's like I know. a therapy session. We just love these, huh? I know. I just love it's to true. be a therapist in it's the session. And you're wearing headphones <laughs> and we're not. I don't know. I have to keep control of these like, volumes. She so. has to make that's sure true. we're not too loud because yeah, that's yeah. what we tend to be, too loud. So but yeah, hey, what's up? What's up? My I feel like I'm in trouble in the principal's office. What's up with this energy, <laughs> bro? <laughs> You're like, yeah, we're, we're the only Yeah, we're on the just like all bringing you here like, to ask like you questions. Ask you questions. Yeah, what's this, going on? It's been a long ass day, but <laughs> we want to know more about you. At least I do. She probably knows a lot yeah, she about does. you. I know everything she knows, I need to know. It's pretty good. Yeah, we can I talk know. about just anything, though. And for those that don't know. Exactly, exactly. So I'm going to kick it off. Kick it off. So... Tell me, take me to the, to the beginning of it all. When did you think you were funny enough to be a comedian? That's that's <laughs> hilarious. That's I literally do feel like I'm in the principal's office. When did you think you were funny enough to be a comedian? Uh, I, I don't know. I was I was probably in the principal's office, and then uh, I got in trouble. No, I, I honestly was just always trying to... I enjoyed comedy since I was a kid. Like I was always like looking for the funny thing to watch on TV. I would always like gravitate towards funny movies, funny things here and there. And then slowly but surely, like, I just was funny on my own, I guess. Even though, like, no no one likes to say they're funny. Like, you just, like, you know, you're funny. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm that guy. I'm the guy that's funny. But I just, like, made my friends laugh, made my parents laugh, like, made my family laugh. And then, yeah, I just, like, wanted to do it as a dream. And then, like, I slowly, like, started making it a reality, like, little by little. And I still can't believe, like... I am where I am, which is pretty dope. So, so now yeah. you do this full-time? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Full-time. And I recently just saw a show. You did, yeah. How does it feel when you're, like, up there on the stage trying to make people laugh? Like, what, what goes on through your mind, through your nerves? Like, do you get nervous anymore? At this point, I just kind of, like, let it flow. Like, I'm trying to, like, just make it a vibe when I'm up there, like... Obviously, I have material written. Like, I, like, take time with, like, So, you prepare that. for this? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, if I make you pay $30 or more, I want to be prepared. But, you know, I still have, like, I did, like, improv forever, um, which is just, like, kind of, like, you're on your own with another person or, like, a group of people um, making up something based on, like, a suggestion and then just making comedy out of it. So, I just use, like, that improv training that I had when I'm on, like, do stand-up, and I obviously write out material do it that way but i like to feel loose with it when i feel too rigid with it like with the with the material when it's like exactly verbatim every single time it makes it for me at least um it makes me feel a little bit like uptight but if i get loose with it and have fun with it and like you know basically like do crowd work in between or like talk to like it still yeah, comes out how I wrote you're it. You're always going to have different crowds as well that you yeah, can like pick from there. Exactly. Like on, on that show on Wednesday, like it was just like, I was just like, I felt like I was like in the living room talking to my friends and for a minute. 
and and that's that's what you want it to feel like you want it to feel like it's like a conversation that's like almost like improvised and it's not written but it's actually you wrote everything down and like you know like i had everything planned out like yeah. for me every like thing i had like index cards for every little thing because i like you know i was working on an hour of material so. and do, do every comedian like study like practices and like prepare to this extent or this is just like something that just works for you no i mean i think everybody's different like there's comedians that i know that just kind of do crowd work and that's all they do and there's comedians i know that everything is meticulous every word matters like jerry seinfeld like for example he literally has every single word once he goes back to the book he like once he writes it, he writes it again, he performs it, and then he'll delete. Every single word matters. Like, every minute of every single second matters whatever word that is, and he knows what word is going to make it funnier. And, like, other people I know also follow that path. Other people just kind of, like, are like, yeah, I'm just a storyteller, and they just tell stories on stage. It all really depends. At the end of the day, if, like, you're laughing, that's what we want. So. And your jokes, where does, like, the inspiration come from? Just my life. life. I like kind of. So just, your life is that funny? It's a joke. I just make it funny. <laughs> it's a joke. He makes it all a joke. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like my job. If I, that's that's how I make it feel. Like I'm like out here, just tr living life, and then things happen to me. And if I find it funny, or if I'm like, oh, this could be a joke. Like, obviously, I'm not like purposely putting myself in situations yeah. for them to be funny. But I do know I have like a mi the mind that it will turn it funny or will find it funny in that situation. So that's kind of how I, I make it feel. I don't like try to like make a joke into something or like construct a joke out of nothing like sure i've done that before or like if i'm writing for like a tv show or if i'm writing for something else like you kind of have to do that but when it comes to my stand-up i'm kind of like very like slice of life like what i'm going through and i just make it funny every like little jokes in between the stories etc but yeah so i want to bring up you said you do a lot of crowd work mm -hmm. so why don't you go ahead and explain a little bit what that consists of and you are very good at it. You can rank on anyone in a heartbeat without knowing who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So has there ever been a moment where someone has gotten seriously offended? And, yeah. you know, oh, in yeah. the middle of a Any show, backlash? how does that work? Yeah, a few times. But, uh, yeah, that's just kind of like what happens. But, uh, well, crowd work, since you asked, is kind of like just like the like, way yeah. I see it, I see it as a transitional tool, like in between jokes. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I'm like talking about, if I'm doing a joke about, I don't know, couples, I'm like, who's single in the audience? And I'm like, how long have you guys been together? Like, it's that's just like a tool to like bring the audience in. And then like, they are like, oh, we're part of the show, like even more. And then you kind of bounce off that and to go into another joke and then like make it about that. So that's kind of where crowd work is. And then you, if it feeds into it, that you like start like not ranking or roasting. It's just like, you're just observing like what's happening. And then that makes it funny. Cause it's like, it's like you're all in like those 300 or 20 people, however many people are in that room are like in on that joke. And they know this is a special thing because this guy is talking about that specific thing right now. It's not material he wrote, but it still just helps to keep on, like, continuing on to, like, more material. And interact with the audience. Like, it helps yeah. to keep their attention, too. People want to, like, you know, feel like they're in for they're something special. They pay money too. for this. They paid for drinks. They yeah. have a babysitter that they got for their kid. Like, they're eating. Like, they, this is a night for them. So you want to make it feel like they're part of something special every and time. And when those jokes have gone wrong, yeah. what, what happens? Well, there's you like can times, tell their face. Like, yeah, I mean, honestly. <laughs> have they thrown something at you ever? No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, but I try to keep it respectful. Like, I try to, like, if it's funny, like, if I'm, like, trying to, if I'm, I'm doing crowd work with somebody and I'm just observing their thing, I won't try to, like, dig deep or, like, really try to fuck he's with lying them. he's lying bad. what do you mean i'm lying he's lying what do you mean i'm lying you, you call everyone out 
I call everyone out. Yeah, there was, one, there was this way. red. No, there was this one show where oh, there so was you know a couple I, sitting in the front. I like this. So you're gonna tell them what you want to be. I feel like now I'm in the middle of a thing. That's hilarious. So like, Listen, like, let me set you up I, with this, even though I thought about yeah, the thing that you were I mean, thinking of. I'm kind of the representative at this point. I want. I want to hear the story. I do too. Because I, I'm an observer. You know this. I observe quietly from the back, and usually in the show that he does the room. Loudly from the front. That's what I do. Well, you obviously. Loudly, be quietly in the back. We need a healthy balance. It's uh-huh. good. And there was this one show where I was sitting in the back mm-hmm. in the improv and Doral, and um, he was like talking to this couple in the front. It mm-hmm. was this older couple, and the guy was from, the guy was from Naples. Mm-hmm. He was saying he was here like on a work trip, mm-hmm. and he was with his girl, oh, yeah. and he exposed them, basically saying like, "Oh, is this your Miami girl? And you have another girl back at home?" Well. Oh, I mean, I said that. Oh, look at him! Was, look at his face. If the guy was offended, wait, but this guy was offended because if he was offended, nah, then not offended, offended, but, but very sure quiet, very, very quiet. But that's I because that, you f- that's probably the well, truth. Well, I was doing. Though. I was in between. That's why thing. I get so nervous with crowd work. You made yourself. You put yourself nah, in the middle. Like of a thing. But he likes igniting the fire. Gotta. But I don't do it. Especially if he's from Naples. That's his sugar baby. Was she young? No, I was like having fun with it. Like I. I did make little jokes and stuff, and they already were like, oh, okay, cool. He's, like, in on the joke. He's funny. He's making fun of himself. Because you got to put yourself down to also be able to make fun of somebody. That's how I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you got to be able to make fun of yourself you gotta rank on first, yourself. and then you can start making fun of other people. And, like, I try to think of this mentality. Like, Andrew Schultz, for example, or, like, these other great comedians, like, mm-hmm. they, they have this podcast called Flagrant. But apart from that, apart from Flagrant, they're also, like are able to, like, you know, everybody's getting these jokes. So I'm not trying to be, not on some, like, anti-cancel culture shit, but (laughs) on some, like, I just want to make sure that you know that if I'm making a joke about you or if I'm making fun of you or if I'm roasting you or doing crowd work with you, it's still coming from a place of, like, yo, I got shit that I'm, like, I'm exposing myself in the rawest form here. So I'm just trying to, like, fuck with you just as well, just, like, I'm messing with myself i'm messing with you and take it don't take it the wrong way yeah. and if it gets like an uncomfortable reaction i'll have something for it like if i say a joke that i know is going to get some sort of uncomfortable reaction i'll have something for it that will like make them come back again quickly or at least i try to like you I, snap you know, quickly yeah from topic yeah. to topic if it goes like yeah. if it goes and you wrong. can read the crowd like you'll see their expression you'll, yeah, you'll see but for it that, you know specifically, that was definitely the situation maybe. yeah i was in the back cringing but I was they like, were cringing Ooh. people were laughing yeah, the people, people around them. People they were not. around them. People saw us. Bro, because you but know, because I was like digging, so I'm like asking questions and I'm making jokes in between the questions, and then I was like, "How do y'all know each other?" And then the energy was so awkward, like with her. exactly. Maybe if it was like a first date, imagine it's probably nah. like no. Nah, they said they were together date. for six years. Really? Yeah. It was dude. a sugar baby. But the girl knew that. The lady knew. No, so not no, sure. No, no, sugar like baby. But I like I felt like the vibe. I was like, oh, she's like uncomfortable because like some shit sucks. But I have to call it out. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, crowd work. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. As someone that goes to comedy shows, I love crowd work. That's why I sit in the back, so I, I'm not a victim of that. Uh-huh. I love mosca. No, that's a big ass book. I them. like sitting in the back because mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing that from afar. Mm-hmm. But my advice to you guys is, if you go to a comedy show and you do not want to be exposed. <laughs> Sit far away in the back. Far, far, far away. So they expose them? Definitely, you expose them. I mean, if they acted awkward... They're in Miami. Don't go to a comedy show in Miami. The Naples lady wasn't there, so it's not like they they recorded the show. Damn, yeah. If they got awkward for that, there has to be someone else in the picture. I don't know if there has to be somebody else, but I think it's like... Like, why why would he I don't know. I think it was that, but I I really don't know what was happening. Like, I was like, at one point, I was like, this guy... Is holding this lady hostage like somebody called the police. Like it was. Yeah, he literally told the lady, "Blink twice if you need help." But I mean, that's a tool. I do that all the time. Like if 
so it is it's funny it. it's Wait, funny but because yeah yeah yeah, yeah because yeah. if someone's like awkward and i'm just talking to you is like, way are you I'm good i'm not doing this to like rank look at how he's life. smiling talking about it he loves it i because it's funny i've always been that way even when i was in high school i would always try to find like i've always been like wait what did i do you know yeah. and i would like try to like make it like because i want to get to some shit that's going to make you comfortable that's going to that is funny but i want to just see like kind of how you react i've just been like i've seen the whole lord since i was a kid honestly with my family with my mom with my yeah. sister with everybody with her i do that all the time whether she likes it or not yeah and, uh, i'm i'm one of his <laughs> i'm one of his victims yeah but uh, i don't know the i think it's fun and it's like i provide great like, content yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy being able to like oh you're i want i'm not trying to make you uncomfortable when yeah. i'm up there but i'm trying to make you like you know be real with yourself yeah. and i'm just trying to be funny about it and like let your like I don't the know, truth cool the connection. truth itself is funny yeah it's memorable it's i feel like well, if you're ranking on someone the crowd is memorable like they'll, they'll so go home with them they're like, gonna exactly. think about that or if the crowd is ranking on the comedian like it also i don't know yeah. i mean yeah. now that we're their way exactly. like, yeah now since we're talking about shows you re you recently had your show which we recorded your I special yeah, best yeah. thing why don't you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to mm. come up with that name and okay. what it was about okay um I don't, honestly, I've been, like, working on, on my material. I've started stand-up, like, almost, I think, four years ago, literally March 2019, um, because I was doing improv, like I said, for a minute, and I was, like, I was doing shows and, and a bunch of, like, just a lot of improv and sketch that was not even online. It was very, like, in this tiny theater called Just the Funny in Pro Way, um, and it was, like, just very tightly knit, and all I did was that forever. So, like, once I, like, put myself in stand-up, it was, like, being in private school and then going to a public school. Really, that's not public. <laughs> Uh, and then because you're just like you're going to bars you're going to like this tiny little ass like fucking garage where they're doing an open mic on like the, yeah. on Tuesday at 8.30 like it's very specific things that you're doing when you're doing stand up and I still do a lot of those rooms to work out my material um, but yeah so I, once I got out there in 2019 I was like I, I was trying you know I, was, I had stuff written but it was not really that good when you start you're not you're like you know you're not yeah. you're squeezing like the toothpaste and like the crusty parts coming out. So I've been working, honestly, the material that I'm doing or that I did at that show, I've been working on the oldest jokes on that. Like since I want to say like November of 2020 that I started, like I was just through the pandemic. I didn't really do stand up or perform. Like I was just like at home. So you recycle these jokes? Not recycled. I just wrote a lot of these jokes. Well, that's okay. just like, you know, if I, I've done stand up for technically, Four years, but technically three years, because like for a whole year. Yeah. Technically four, but technically. But I did yeah. write all throughout 2020. Like the joke about my dad, okay, that, okay. that I've like, that's been my closer for like I want to say like a year and a half for sure. Uh -huh. But I was like, and I close a lot of shows with that joke because it gets a, a, a big reaction. It's mm -hmm. like, it's a joke that's made to be a closer or more like a comedy with that. Yeah. And that joke specifically, like I, I've done that for about two years, um, but I've also had, had a lot of material that I've also been able to like keep on just writing and writing yeah. and, you know and, no, and growing from one making it exactly it. Okay, and one joke sense. can be like one tiny thing but you can expand one... on it in different forms exactly okay. and then you get it, it becomes this huge 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 thing that's like a whole theatrical piece like that specific joke is but uh with this uh specific special or this hour I'm not sure where it's mm -hmm. gonna end up or, or what's gonna happen with it but i did record it with three cameras like you guys have it here <laughs> <laughs> so that's all you really need yeah point. no but um yeah, so I, I have this, like, joke that is, was actually inspired from, like, a, a story I had with one of my openers, Al Albie, 
Uh, we, we can touch on that later. But yeah, we'll have, we used to have a podcast with called Dr. Bros. Many of you may already know that name. It's all good. It's all good. Shout out to Albi. Shout out to Albi. We love you. Bomb on the show. But it's all good. It happens. Love you. It's all good. Anyway, it was the thing about like he had just broken up with his girlfriend and. And I literally, he was telling me like about like what happened, and I was like, dude, this is the best thing that ever happened to you, bro. And then I literally, re- I was like, in that moment, like mm-hmm. I noticed, I was like, oh, this is hilarious. I'm saying, me saying this out loud, I'm like, oh, dude, this is just like how we deal with shit. Like as guys, like we yeah. are like the worst thing could be happening to you. I was like, dude, get over it. It's the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> so around that title, I always wanted to make that joke work. And like, I, fi- I figured out a way to make that joke work. Really was, this hour was about me growing as like a, a just like a, a dude Everything. that was 25, 26, and now is 28 growing up. Can like, these two years are really fucking like insane when it comes to like growing up in general that I never really expected. So yeah. me growing up and like dealing with like all the things you deal with of like, yeah, being single, all that stuff, doing, Things here and there, clubbing, doing all that stuff, living with your parents, moving out by yourself, that whole transition thing. It's life thing, changes, yeah. It, it's like a, a thing that's like, I enjoyed that I put myself through that. Mm-hmm. And then quitting my job or getting like go from a job, however we want to put it. And it was just like a job that I had for seven years. I was doing like IT, like management information systems, like cybersecurity. At How this miserable job. were you? So, yeah, it was super miserable, <laughs> but I was on... I was on another tip. Like I was just like doing the job during the day yeah. and I kind of hated it. And I would tell everybody that I hated it. And even when we went remote, like during the pandemic, like I hated it even more. And I got promoted during the pandemic where I was making more money, but I was doing way more. So I was like, dude, I'm losing myself. Yeah. Like This is like so sad. I can't. That's so I've worked so hard yourself. to get to where I think I want to be like doing comedy. Then I'm like, I'm stuck here, like on a fucking Monday night trying to fucking connect so make sure that like at&t is connected to the fucking yeah. like all this like there's no purpose there. no dude you gotta find your purpose I like, yeah honestly you need to have your purpose you in IT, life like to prophecy you <laughs> no not even like it sucks you know it sucks uh just like, something just you like someone has to like it out there's there. no one that should like it though if you there, think there's about people it. that like I studied it there's IT people that like it i really sit down and i'm like yo how could you possibly legitimately like because you're you were born to be a comedian a content i don't know whether i was or not like i seriously i'm like yo these people are just expected to be robots and robots will be taking their jobs in like literally so two or three years. So what, what advice do you wild. have for people who hate their job then? And maybe they're quit thinking of find, quitting, but... Just quit yeah, and find dude, your purpose. Honestly, That's what legit, I did. Legit. <laughs> no, legit. Like I would always call it out and I was trying to... I'm like, yeah, I'm going to quit. Even if you don't know what you're going to do, quit. eventually you'll find your purpose. It's a good way I to reset. I swear to God you will. Like, I, I was you're wasting like, time legit, still yeah, pushing dude, yourself. I was making like money. I was making like a hundred grand a year with this thing, but I was super miserable. Legit. What was that change like? Yeah. It was hard, dude. I was, I was like, going to get there. I was like, wait, how, yeah. how do you Yeah, well, that was still what I was going to with the special. Like, it was like, at first I was like, bro, I'm fucking going to quit. I'm really going to leave this thing. Like, this is like, it's remote. They don't even know. Like, I could fucking be working from my house. Like, I, like just chilling. But then doing that was like, okay, you're going to rip that bandaid. And now you're like legit a comedian. Because you can't be a comedian that does IT yeah. from 9 to 6 p.m. Like, it's, it's hard. just you not You got to give it your all. You got to go all the way in. So that thing of like, I'm going to put myself in the situation where I have to like comer mi un cable literally while I have rent that I just moved out that I wasn't paying for rent with my parents. Now I have to pay for rent, do all this shit. Like all the, I was like, hey, let's so see what that, happens. So then you started And I was like, it's the best thing that ever happened to me because I feel like I've never been more, more involved in my art, more involved yeah. in what I'm doing, more involved in like creatively and what I want to be doing. It gave you more motivation and of more course. of a reason to hustle for More of a reason to hustle, exactly. And to, to, to put myself out there... Um, 
in, in, in that light yeah. without feeling ashamed of even telling it. I used to be legit ashamed that I told people I had a day job. A day job. Which is crazy. I think it motivated you even more yeah. to just want to keep pursuing and actually get somewhere with yeah. it. Not just as in a local level, but your dreams all of a sudden just explode and become that so much, much bigger. More. Of course. You you, and to. you had all your attention to this. So yeah. that makes such a difference. Of course. Because you can't focus on, on that and your You can pretend too to, much. but yeah. it's just... If you're doing this 24-7, legit, yeah. I feel so much better and healthier and happier. And then, like, bringing her into, like, that cycle of it all, like, really did make things a lot better for me. Because I yeah. felt like I wasn't just, like, alone doing this, like, trying to figure it out. Like, I had, like, a partner that was able to, like, support me and help me through yeah. it. Yeah, so. well, we're going to get to that partnership. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people out there are wondering, because I'm wondering, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how do comedians make a living? Uh, by people buying tickets to our shows. So, so uh, you have to perform at these shows. What? Of course. <laughs> what the fuck do you think? Wait, hold on. No, no, no. We just, I I mean, just wanted to buy media. tickets. No, not really necessarily because you what can you be mean? a comedian on social media. That's not a comedian. No? What, what is that? I don't define that to creator? be a comedian. That's a, a funny content, content creator. creator. A content creator, correct. A funny one. Yeah. Because you're not like... Like, I'm not going to say I don't respect like so you, so people that I... So it's not a comedian. I don't consider somebody that only does funny content online. Like, they just do squits or, like, do, like, a little reaction video. Like, I don't consider you to be a comedian if you haven't, like, stood up in front of a stage at a bar and tried jokes in front of people that do not want to hear jokes. And you're just kind of, like... Because I feel like there's there's method... Like, dude, I respect... I've become that guy. So, like, I have to be <laughs> yeah. respectful of it. But I do not... I don't think there's, like, a... You shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to call yourself a comedian if you're if you haven't gone through the fucking ringer. Cause it's good to do that. You wanna fucking go through the ringer. It's not the same to get twelve likes on a thing because you're trying out to be a comedian, and then you know you have like a big following because you followed a trend, and you just became really knowledgeable on Instagram or TikTok, and, and you're following viral. a trend, etc. Yeah. Then to go out and perform in front of twelve people that half of them don't want to hear you, two of them are drunk, uh, three of them are tourists that don't even speak English. So, like, <laughs> it's very different to have that than to be like, well, I got 12 likes, but eventually I'll get to 1,200. Like, it's not the same thing, in my opinion. And do you feel like those who are, like, funny online cannot be funny in front oh, of, Oh, for like, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A crowd? I've seen it happen. Really? Oh, yeah, a bunch of times. I know that's, I mean, I, like I said, I respect it and I love mm-hmm. it. But if you do it, um, I think if you, if you... Because this is what everybody does now. Like, everybody that has a following, everybody, whether you are literally someone that posts videos online or somebody that was on Bravo and now they're making you do stand-up because your agents were like, hey, you should do stand-up to get some money and so mm-hmm. we could get 10, 15% of that. Um, so any of that or, like, a podcast. Like, let's say they would, like, whenever this does go super heavily viral, which it will, let's put it out there, like... They would like, and you get agents. There's gonna be people that might be like, "Hey, you should do a show at like the Improv and sell it out." But you guys, like, you're you're you know, like I, you're funny, yeah. obviously, but you're not comedians, and you didn't like yeah, go through the ringer to do that I'm to like, like we're get not there. Clowns. No, it's okay. Like I, but we're professional yeah, clowns. Exactly, exactly. So like when you're online or you're somebody that's like doing TikToks, etc., to then they're like, "Yo, like your manager, your agent is like, yo, let's book the Improv. You'll sell it out. You might sell it out because you have a really good following." But if you don't have the chops, then you're gonna fucking you're gonna tank, and your audience that like loves you, it's gonna be like, oh, this guy kind of sucks. Like yeah. he's kind of like a, it's like he's fake. Like it's like not the same thing. But if you work hard at it, like 
and and actually take the art form seriously and you're like you are doing the content but like maybe not every night but every night one night out of the week you're up trying to like do material you're writing every other day you're actually you're putting the art you're basically. doing you're actually doing it mm -hmm. then i fully respect it but there are people that i'm like that yeah you're making money on instagram or you're making money on this or you're making money on that and you figured it out and i fully respect it like it's funny because now i'm trying to do that too like i i find myself doing that and following trends and doing this what's gonna go viral what's this but at the core like if you're not able to deliver on stage and you're not able to deliver to strangers then i i, I don't think it's like the same feeling or like you're not you're, you're getting two different experiences when you're seeing so somebody that's be, like an online comedian as so you, as a you digital it. creator basically yeah, the digital versus creator. a comedian yeah yeah i think so I that's that, there's like no, I, I feel like that was so beefy but i mean no hate to nobody that does i either think well, i think in your case both of yeah. those things come together to help you because yeah. of course the reason why yeah. you do so your brand well in your you shows your and you sell out is because you're putting yourself out on social media that's well. what i'm saying like if i, I i'm works. extremely blessed to be where i am because i like somehow figured out something to like help me get a following yeah. to do that in, in retrospect there's also people that are fucking hilarious that you've never heard of that only have 2,000 followers on instagram you know what I mean? So you gotta be now as a comedian, you gotta be both. Like you, there's no way you can do both. What I'm saying is that if you are an online creator and all you're doing is online content, try and you are going to do stand up or sell out a show where you're saying you're gonna do stand up. Practice the form, go out there, do the little shows. Whether you think you're too big, let your ego down. Because the number one thing as a comedian, your ego has to be stripped away from you to get to the rawest and truest form of you to be the funniest form of you. But, you know, if you are an online creator, you're most likely making more money than a comedian, for sure. So, like, if you are putting yourself out there and you have brand deals and you have all this stuff, you're 1,000%. I mean, look at Lele Pons, for example, that she just yeah, does oh funny God, content. Yeah. She's and she's fine. legitimately a hilarious Spencer. I've met her. Like, she's dope. Mm -hmm. But she, I don't, not that I know of, I don't think she's ever done stand-up or put herself out there. Yeah, but she's, she's an online creator. Like, she has brand deals with whoever she wants to work with, she will work with. And that's because she put herself out there. And every day she posted a piece of content that was whether 10 seconds or six seconds back in Vine, like whatever it was, you put yourself out there, that's still working. You're working towards your craft in that, in that sense. And you make money on that sense too. You make a lot of money online oh, yeah. in comparison to the tickets that you have. So those, those creators who do those little skits, yeah. there will be actors then, right? You will, yeah. You will see I mean, them yeah. in the category of actors, not necessarily comedians. Honestly, it's such a like, I, I don't mean, I didn't mean like the whole, like that whole rant that no, I just went on for no reason. No, but it's interesting because I'll be like, oh, he's a comedian. Like, yeah, no, which is fine, like, but that's the world we live in. Like, yeah. it's just like, we just, you just consider anybody that's funny online a comedian and that's okay. And I think that's fair. I'm just saying that from the perspective of somebody that... Maybe it's not going to happen to, like, after this generation. Like, there's mm -hmm. not going to be that many people that, like, went out and did open mics or as much because they just will put it online. And if yeah, it fucking works, it. then let it, it work. It goes viral and you sell that's it That's way somebody. easier. That's amazing. Yeah. I wish I had that, like, three, four years ago when I started. Like, I would have, like, really, really pumped that much more, like, yeah. content like, I, like I try to do now. Yeah. Um, but I do think, like, it's such a, like, blurred line at this point. Like, like everybody that does kids, everybody that's funny. Like, this dude Drewski, for example, love this dude. He's hilarious, makes content. He's been making content forever. And now he's selling out theaters and shows, and he's never really done stand-up, but the way that he, his personality is well enough that he can defend himself on stage and go out there, bring people up, make it a whole experience that I fully respect that. So now he's making money from, like, Live Nation, Ticketmaster, all these big-ass theaters where he, like, has been able to garner that much of a fan base. <laughs> And also garner all the different, like, sponsorships he has, whether it's Mountain Dew or whatever yeah, is brands. that sponsors him, too. So, like, when you're able to combine that, bro, it's like... Yeah.
Which Kiss that's me. another huge factor. All these comedians, oh, if they know how to do it right, yeah. If you get the right sponsors, you can really make some good money from these shows. So it's not yeah. just the tickets. So sales. sponsors, sponsors, and shows. sponsors, shows, Instagram, Facebook. Merch, I got paid from them. Social media, merch for merch. sure. Um, yeah, all the every single thing. Podcast, comedians. Po- I have my own podcast, Carlos Live as well. We make money yeah. uh, from that. You know, not now, but like whenever we keep yeah. on growing and growing, just like you guys. Yeah. Uh, like. You know, you you go out, you put money into Different it. Different avenues, basically. Yeah, invest okay. in yourself, be good at it, and then you wait. or you get hired by Lord Michaels yeah. by SNL, and then that, then then you and made then it in that sense, it, like yeah. Marcelo. I think it comes down to consistency as yeah. a comedian. If you're yeah. not consistent with it, there's no way you're and hustling, building thing. a brand. Of I course, think and if huge. you don't find like not, what I'm saying with that is that if. There's ways to make money for yourself now that before it was like, yeah, you couldn't do that. I have you, to audition you would, yeah. for, like I said, Saturday Night Live, or like you'll do, you'll go on a cruise and be a cruise comic, or you'll yeah. like hopefully be seen by somebody that's an HBO producer that will put you in five seconds of, I don't know, or some just do it show for fun and have on the wire job. and be an extra, and then yeah. like you get more exactly, yeah. or you make it a hobby and don't take it as seriously. And that's it. Well, yeah. And when a comedian takes the stage and they flop, which we've seen. <laughs> happened recently oh god it's coming does it become like a traumatizing experience like how or you could get back right on it and do it honestly the way that like i see it is if you if you bomb on one night you might fucking kill on the next night like honestly really yeah that's how it works like the like bombing is a part of the art that's why like when i'm talking about like these online creators you have to bomb to get good you have to hear no laughter to know like fuck i can't use that joke so i think when you bomb like you you bomb one night the next night you might kill the next night you might kill the next night you might bomb like it's just part of the art form and you're never like fucking jerry seinfeld can still bomb like not really probably actually probably not just because everybody's like oh seinfeld's here but i've seen like comedians that i love and adore i'm like yeah, this is like not funny. Like, what's happening? But you have to do that. Like, as a comedian, you think, "Oh shit, this is hilarious." I've had thoughts that I'm like, "Yo, this is gonna kill," and it bombs on stage. Yeah. Like, it just does not work. They can disappoint. It also depends on the crowd. The crowd is never the same. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true. It depends if the crowd's not feeling you, or and like if you you're have like featuring for another comedian that's not the same style as you, and that's also they true. Have their fans there, mm. it might not work out for you the the same way. That's true. The fan base changes yeah, based on the and the personality. That's and crazy. There's someone you know like Anisha for example mm-hmm. who has her fan base and they might not relate to anything he has to say it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that what he's saying is not funny yeah they just can't relate to it yeah. right okay so if you yeah so I, I think when you bomb it makes you stronger and you have to bomb I recommend bombing first <laughs> yeah no I don't recommend bombing but like you gotta put yourself out there to just like in in life you gotta mm-hmm. fail to be just better and test. learn yeah. So you're literally like, it's the most pure f- version of that. You're literally failing in front of a, hun- a bunch of people, mm-hmm. seeing if it works. Ideally, you try it in the bars, in these like little spots to see like, okay, this is not going to work. I'm not going to try it at the improv in front of 350 people. Yeah. Three people. Yeah, you know but about. like, you know, you got to figure it out. And then like eventually things, you know, they work themselves out and you'll start killing with that material or you'll know to not do that material if it's not working. Gotcha. Now, before we move on from the comedy topic, okay. one more for you. Ask me. You were on American Idol as Judy's Bit. This I was. Character the love of my made. life. I know. Yeah, and <laughs> we're going to transition to that story. That's hilarious. But I like how you're like, this is the transitional this piece. This is a transitional this piece. This is crowd work, basically. <laughs> yeah. This, now, I want to know why. Why did you go on that show? Why did you build this character? <laughs> yeah. Who is Yudi's Bill? Uh, Yudi's Bell is just, you know, he's just like a dude that just came from Cuba. He was like out here, went to Miami Day College, like, I love but him. he never like signed up for it. He just goes there, like hangs out there. 
and like you know he's just like un recién llegado type of dude but like he's like a super lovable dude because he's like a golden retriever he's like that Cuban like cousin that you talk to like every three years and you're like hey so from, from your crowd work you made this character no 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 I made this character because I was doing improv so Yuri's Bell was actually like born as a character that I was doing like in in um well I was doing improv in Just the Funny we had this game called uh Love Machine where it was a game like like we had to create characters and then this was just a character I was like this is the simplest version of anything I'm gonna do yeah. it's like Miami as hell yeah um and it was just like three characters so it was like me two other people that were playing characters and then we'd bring an audience member probably a woman on stage she would be blindfolded and then she would ask us three questions like um they'd ask her like oh what do you want to ask the bachelors that are behind you and it was like we would all be dressed weird as fuck and it was like we had a, like we had intro music like mm -hmm. i would come out to like gente de zona i would say that i was like the fourth member of gente de zona that quit before they became famous <laughs> like i had this like whole storyline for this yeah. guy that was just like for like a three minute thing and and why why did you decide to take him to I, american well Idol? because it was the pandemic and i was bored nah uh, <laughs> that's the truth that is kind of the truth though like i had a friend that was a casting producer for the show and then he hits me up and he's like yo like i'm casting the show like it's weird this season like we're like only remote like so if you have anything you want to do that's like funny or you think you could do like let me know like maybe mm -hmm. you can saying and you're bad or like you'll figure like let's figure something out because he like i met him here and he knows that like i did improv and i do stand-up and i did like musical improv as well mm -hmm. um and i had this character that i had built like in 2017 when i was telling you and then i was it like after like a week i was like yo i think what about this and then i sent him like videos yeah. of like when i used to be doing that game love machine and he was like oh that could work let's see and then i had like a mock audition with him well he was like on zoom oh uh, he lives in la um I just did the audition and I was Yuri's Bell, like, which is like just like literally like this like golden retriever of a human that's like, hey, yeah. everything is like a party. Everything is, he's like unaware, like Michael Scott in the office of how cringy he's being, but it's not cringy because he doesn't care that it's cringy. And so, how, like, that's how what did that he is. feel? Like, how did I feel? Uh, well, I mean, I went on, I, I went on Idol, uh, yeah. it was 2020, it was like November of 2020, um, and I filmed like the first round and I. I literally went with Albie, actually, who was, like, my <laughs> fake manager. Because I was like, I can't take fake my parents. Manager. I can't take... I'm not going to, like, do... So I can only... You can only take one person. If you guys don't know Albie, another comedian. Yes, he's a comedian. Albie Dominguez. Who flopped. Check him out. It's all right. Whether he's... <laughs> hey, listen. See, Albie bombed on my show. I'm okay with saying it. He's okay on with admitting show, it. On his show, man. It was he's on purpose. Okay. He's okay. It was... It was, he's, it was probably not, but it was, like... He just did it, and it happens, bro. Once you bomb, you bomb, you move on. It's all right, dude. I've bombed before. Everybody bombs. Uh, point is, Albie, whatever. Me and Albie, we went on because it was just online. Mm -hmm. I did the audition in front of these, like, executive producers of Idol on Zoom. After I did the mock, he was like, you got to do this. It's hilarious. Went on. Um, and then they're like, all right, we're going to fly you to see Katy Perry, Lionel Richie. And I was like, ah, coño, let's see, whatever. I just had this whole fake life that I created. Um, Which they didn't know. They didn't know it was fake. I literally was just that. dressed. Only the the casting directors, all the people behind. Exactly. The okay, okay. Only the casting director, my Only friend. Your the friend. other people didn't know. No one else behind the scenes knew. So I was like okay. filling out applications as Judy's Bel Garcia with a fake birth date just for them to not connect the two. Even though I looked exactly the same, I didn't do anything crazy or like yeah. change my look. I just put glasses, a chain, and a like flowery shirt yeah. or like a diamond like filled shirt. Like really, they that's really like yeah. It's just like a Hialeah dude that like yeah. goes to like you know a club in Coral Gables. Like that's just like 
you know, yeah. the idea of what this character was, whatever. So I took it to the to the show, um, and I went with Albie, who played my fake manager, and I just had to be this character on and off camera because I couldn't like lose character. I couldn't. Yeah. Well, not just because I mean, like, if, if they found you. out. Yeah. I don't know what would happen, so I just like went on. I did it, and it was just because he was like, "Yo, I need this moment," and then it became this whole thing that he was just kind of gave me an opportunity in a sense. Like, I think you could, this could be cool, just to do him a favor, and then it turned into this whole thing. I went on the show, was in front of like, I was there for two weeks because it was during COVID. I did a fake COVID test as Yudi's bed, not fake. It was a real COVID test, but yeah, I literally under put his Yudi's name. bed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I got away with it, but. Uh, it came back negative, so that's good. <laughs> I don't know if it's legal, but yeah, I did it. And then we went on the whole show. It was great. Um, and then I was in front of the judges, performed Fireball by Pitbull, and it was just like a wrap from there. I was in the audition room for 30 minutes talking to these people. I felt like I was just doing improv yeah. with them because I was in character. So I was just like, hey, what's going on? Like, you know, my grandma, she was a singer in Cuba, and now I'm trying to be a singer. I had this whole storyline yeah. that I just like let that little like you know seed of a character just grow into whatever it was gonna be become and then they passed me on to the next round just because like i don't know it was that silly or that stupid or whatever it was, it was. That, that they it passed was you that good well you saw the episode that's how so that's how you like she now we're gonna make this transition here this girl <laughs> right here she she you like you know those, those TV look at my shows. eyes are glowing. i know they're, her eyes are glowing she's oh ready for God. it she saw this character, guys, as she was watching American Idol. I'm a true right? American Idol. And she remembered this character. Like, it just stayed in her mind. And then one day, she's at Blackbird. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I remember watching him on the season. And I was so excited when he made it through. When, when they gave him the golden ticket, I was like, yes, I get to see him again. Like, this is the one Miami contestant. He's so good. He sang Fireball. He got down and She was bamboozled. I was bamboozled. He got down in the dirty. I yeah. did not know that Yuri's Bail was a character that was made up. She I thought had it was. No idea. I even followed him on Instagram, and I was in a relationship at the time. That's how in love with Yuri's Bail I was. I was just like, oh Bro. my god, like this guy's perfect, and he has a legit Instagram. Like <laughs> he does. He has a legit Instagram. Follow, follow there was no way of me knowing that it was a fake, fake and I didn't really. Yeah follow only in date at the time that's the only way i would have known about carlos wow so i didn't really know carlos existed i just knew yeah. bail. Be so i falling in love him. with a fake persona this is the name of the yeah, show yeah, no, I, was, I was catfish so, so no you weren't you fell for it whatever and then a year later and so was america america was catfish. america loved him i <laughs> was so upset when he didn't make it through the second round but he mm. made it to hollywood so that's all that matters and um uh, fast forward a year later, I went to Blackbird and I see him and I'm like, oh my God. I turned to my best friend, Mary, and I'm like, I think that's Judy's Bale from American Idol. And I was so, I was probably really red. I was so nervous. I felt all the butterflies. I was like, <gasps> but you were dressed oh. normal. Like, like I was dressed like, yes, well, I was wearing yes like a Marlin. No. It was like, okay, I was wearing a Marlin shirt. Uh, but it was because like open it was, and he had his gold chain. Yeah, so but it was like it was baby. something at Blackbird that I was like it was my our friend Idi's Pedrito night that it was okay. like wear your jersey. So I was wear I was looking very Miami. Yeah. So I was like it could have been Yudi's yeah, Bell, really if I had the and I, well, masked, I thought it was I probably was wearing sunglasses at that point or probably not. I don't know, but he was dancing. Like I was doing, doing his, my like, thing, hip bro. Thrust, the famous hip thrust. Okay. The fa- the, we can insert that right here. And yeah, I, right I built there. the courage. I built <laughs> right here. I built the courage to go up to him, and uh-huh. I was like, "Oh my God, aren't you Yudi's bed for American Idol?" And he literally 
put his glasses down. He's like, no, I'm Carlos. I was like, from only in the, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Who the hell is Carlos? Like, oh, yeah. whatever. And the rest is history. But and honestly, then wait, how, but what did, does how that did you say? make the connection? You told him, it's like, Judy, but it's a fake character. Like, well, how, yeah, did, he explained, how did you well, find Well, yeah, out? the I music was don't... loud. We were drinking and he told me the whole story. Well, and I, I remember just... just being like, yeah, it's like I told her Santa was uh, not real. Like, it, it was just, <laughs> yeah, it was just so I felt sad. like, yeah, I felt and like I told her. you want to know the saddest part? To this day, he has not brought out Yudi's bed for me. No, you haven't put the no. shirt and then sexy bro. for her. I, I, I haven't at all. No, you haven't. Don't There's act. no versions of that. You have when I did the parade and the gables or growth. That was not Yudi's bed. That was un rey. That was Yudi's bed. Un rey. Eso un rey. It was still Yudi's bed. No, but I think it's hilarious. My, the funniest part about the story is that mm-hmm. why was she attracted to this thing? Yeah, <laughs> what does that say about my girlfriend that she was attracted to a Walsero ass dude? Honestly, I'm confused about that too. That's the thing that gets me Listen, the most. I'm like, so wait, hold on. A Jen has known me for a while. My taste. I don't. I, I do not discriminate. I was so attracted, and you were so talented. Like your moves really. Bro, got also me. I was not talented. Like I literally was passed through because I didn't know how to sing, dude. The whole point is that this I didn't know how to sing. You? I like, sang like this. I literally said instead of letting the song go. I did in Fireball. It was so the fact. Good. So I clearly didn't sing well. I had my belly out, like doing, like I had my belly, like really tucked in, so you could see my it. belly even more. I love and it. when I jiggled, it was even funnier because, like, perfect. all for comedy. And then he got on his knees and he did this move, and I was like, "What?" Dude, the but it was hell? all supposed to be just silly and just like kind of embarrassing myself. But I was doing it through the character, so but that's, that's why what I, I thought it was funny. Yeah. But I didn't sing well. I didn't. So the fact that she was rooting for me is hilarious. That I, I was just gonna say. I thought he was so real, and I was just like, "Wow, how courageous of him to go on a show like American Idol!" You're so and incredible. What a beautiful. Really, like the confidence level was just the so confidence. I think how beautiful though that the fakest person there was the most real that it could be. Think about that. It's crazy. I'm not gonna because in reality, some people are fake impact. as hell. You, you left, left an, an impact. impact to this day. I love Yudi's bed way more. <laughs> way more than me. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Yudi's bed was like the fake We are here because of Yudi's bed. That is real. Honestly, that is true. Thank that you, American Idol, for letting this thing yeah. And he actually. It's not wild. What's wilder is that he keeps up with the character. What do you mean I keep up with you the You bring out the character sometimes. Once in a while. Yeah. Once in a while. So yeah, I let him, I let him like, I, like, he Like, tell us about, um, you know, your famous song, Abuelita. That, okay, yeah, I keep the character alive. He had a history, like, once He's the character went in, like. He's an I, artist. Yeah, he has his own Spotify. He have four songs he on there. He does have his Yeah, I have songs I've never even posted. Use his songs on Instagram. Huh? You can search up Yudi's bed on Instagram and use the songs. You can, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I've, used, I've used his Abuelita song for the pedicures in the salon sometimes. Multiple times, yeah. There's a song about grandma. Because I, I said on the show that I had a grandma. Well, my grandma was literally a singer in Cuba, so that part is true. She still is. She's not alive. She's still alive. She's not dead. Uh, oh, but she is. Uh, she, she still sings, but, you know, not professionally. Um, and I just was like, okay, what could I make a song about? Because Josh, the producer, was like, we got to keep on building this guy's career and brand and i was like dude i i'm trying to do stand up and improv but okay i'll work on this my sales career you brought um, him out in one of your comedy shows not i bring him out ago. all the time i i didn't bring him out on this last one because i do i wanted to just make it focus on stand up and recording my hour and yeah. stuff but when i do carlos live which is like kind of like the version of of this podcast in a very specific not this podcast but uh yeah. you know podcast. it's like a talk show or whatever he's the musical guest and performs like vikina who's been on here mm-hmm. she was a musical guest once and i featured with her i sang like pitbull's part of a song when she uh, that borracha song uh, my boy jc has been on it dj lass has been on it and i like feature i judy's bell even has a song with dj lass called we gone bone 
and uh, it's uh, it's pretty fun. We gon' bone. You see, like oh I, like, so I'm speechless. My dream, my current dream right now, and yeah. I am manifesting this. I'm gonna put this out into the universe. What is the dream? I want to do a makeup tutorial with Yurisbel. Uh, what? Yeah. Well, what would the makeup be? I want Yurisbel to do my makeup. Oh, for me to do your yeah. for Yurisbel. Oh, no, not you. Yurisbel. So Yurisbel has to like, okay, exactly. we have the palette. We have the contour. We're gonna put it on the Yo, face right now. I'm down. That is what you see. I'm manifesting it, and it's happening. I'm down. I want to see. You're not just mad, you're just telling me. Yeah, like, as your boyfriend, you can just be like, yo, yeah. let's do this and I'll do it. <laughs> no. There's no manifestation when you're like, you know what? Enough listen, about this Yudis Bell talk. Ask her boyfriend. Ask her boyfriend. Yeah. How did you know it was time to retire as a perreo king? I didn't. He's not retired, dude. He's this guy's retired? like Kendrick Lamar, where like he'll don't do anything for two, three years, and then he'll come back with a fire ass album. I'm waiting. So he might come back at any time. Right now, I'm just focused on Carlos. So okay. like, Carlos is like trying to do good things. Carlos is going to LA next week to like do a bunch of shows. Carlos is doing cool stuff, but Yuri's Bell, you never know what that man is working on. So like, He's gonna stay, come back. stay, stay. You know, you know, stay alert because you never know when uh, you know fireball. Come back. Honestly. I'm waiting. I'm Mr. waiting. Mr. 786 so is hard. Listen, I'm manifesting a, a Mr. 305 times Mr. 786 that, collab. That tour that you have coming up. The, the what? The tour. Oh, let's, we're going to call it a tour? Sure, let's call we it a tour. It is, it a, is a, a tour. comedy tour. Yeah. Sure. You're going to go, you have different places you're going to be at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to LA. Your job. You yeah, have the freedom so, to do this. That is honestly true. What, why, where did the idea come from to just like, hey, let's go to LA, let's. Oh, I mean, that's just, that's, that's a very... It was me. It was my idea. Coachella's coming up, so I was like, let's ride to LA. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. I wish with you. No, nothing. I mean, that's a very normal thing for comedians. Like, I go to... You you kind of are, like, trying to... Yeah, like... So not stay local, you could, like, branch out. Of course. You don't want to just be, like, the... I don't want to just be the Miami guy or the Miami comic. Like... He wants other fans. He's tired of the Miami fans. Oh, my God. Don't say that. I love you guys. But... Don't say uh, that. It's his number one. (laughs) Are you kidding me? No. No. I just, you know, I want to keep growing my... my, Just my my comedy, my brand, my everything. I want to be able to, like, you know, keep on going out there. Like, the, the dream of doing comedy is that you're able to tour the world while doing what you love in front yeah, of people that love you. And so, so many people. Exactly. So I want to be able to keep on traveling and I'm blessed to have the platform that I have here to, you know, solidify myself as a comedian here and also be like, hey, listen, these are my credits and then be able to get up in like legendary places that I would have never been able to like even dream of getting up unless I had done so much like groundwork in that city. But the, the fact that the pandemic did wonders in that sense that like now you can kind of go anywhere and because of your online presence or whatever does help, you're able to get up in, in really cool places. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Going to L.A., doing doing a week over there. Going to be at the Improv and the Hollywood Improv, the Haha Club, at the store, Laugh Factory, all these like dope-ass places that, you know, are, it's, it's my first time performing there and not doing improv, but just doing stand-up. So very, very excited about this that. This is at the end of March? Yes. At the end of March. Okay. The end of March. If you want more information on Carlos or Yudi's Bell, you can contact me, his assistant. Oh my god. I'm also gosh. in charge she of all the merch. So, so imagine like, that's hilarious. If you are interested like in becoming a, a sponsor, this is the American dream, bro. If you're a fan of somebody that's not even a real person, just go up the to them assistant. at that bar, bro, because then they could become your assistant. <laughs> I she also, my girlfriend's girlfriend. not my assistant. She's helping me through it. She's really just kind of like it's it's like it's like a partner. It's like J Lo and J C. J Lo J- and J C. Yeah, it's I know. an inside joke we oh, have. Oh, I was like. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You don't get it. It's not like Beyonce it. and, and it's J Lo because we love J Lo and J Z because he's just so powerful. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't really know um, why that's funny, but. It should yeah. have been Taylor Swift. What? 
No, she'll break up with Jay Z. I mean, you think Taylor Swift would break place. up with Jay Z? It's usually the other way around. Yeah, That's they what she says, like her. for material or like for like. Anyways, if you're interested I'm in becoming saying. a sponsor, we're always looking for sponsors. <laughs> Wait, Hero Confess It or Carlos? No, for you, for Everything. Carlos. Well, for Confess It too, especially the microphone. That is true. Let's get better mics for these girls, please. <laughs> it's all good. We're gonna work through it. Okay, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Best advice I've ever been giving? Quit yeah. your job. And from who? Quit your, Quit your job. job. Who gave you that advice? Um, you know, I I was always like trying to I was always like holding on to it and shit. Um and it was honestly a comedian that I was opening <clears> for. <throat> um at the improv we were talking, I was like still telling him they're like, dude, just quit. Yeah. Just quit. It's like simple. what's the worst that could happen? Like, okay, you go back, maybe if it didn't work out, like it is what it is, but you can't just hope for shit to happen then you know you got to cut the ties to like be able to to let that butterfly fly or whatever we want to make it cute the cocoon the cocoon yeah you got to get out of that cocoon you have to break through you got to break through and any advice you would give to your younger self any advice oh we love his younger self Tell us about your younger self because we haven't really touched on that topic. Listen, what do you mean? This listen. is the longest podcast listen, this I've is ever done. Too hard <laughs> I want to know everything about you. You know she, everything about me. He can tell you me. in private, but she not right now. I want it on everything. tape. Tell me what's the. <laughs> Wait, I forgot my where I left off. She's like, I want to finish. Let's go. Go, 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 go. Me too. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what's the uh, best advice you would give to your younger self? Best advice I would. That's fucking. That's a great question. Um. To not care so much what people think. I think even to this day, I care a lot about what people think. And I, like, put that at the forefront. But lately, I've been able to, like, kind of let that go a little bit. Like, I, you know, you got to be able to be you in the rawest version of you, no matter how you look. Whether you've gained weight, lost weight, uh, feel like you are not looking good, feel like you're not feeling good. Think that you bombed at your last show so people think that you're not funny. Or people, like, you know, like, you got to go out there with your best self at all times, no matter... Like, how you feel, how you how you look like at that moment. Like, just be you and let that you, like, penetrate anything, no matter what. How you look, how you feel, etc. So I would say to my younger self, don't worry about it. Like, be out there, be funny. If, you're, if you don't, don't be so judgmental be with yourself. You. Be you. Yeah. I think, I think it took a lot for me to, like get to yeah. to that like stage yeah. of like where i think I'm it at. takes us a while i feel like once we start hitting the late 20s it's yeah. like when we start getting like, comfortable yeah. and i just want to add that he's actually done a great job at helping me and believing believing in myself i thought i was doing that <laughs> <laughs> we're doing that you 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 are too it takes a village but um he is someone that i do look up to not just like as Yuri's Bale, but as his own person, as Carlos. That's and ca- his name. journey, which obviously we don't have time to talk about today, has We've done it. Me. We have talked about it. No, yeah, like, you know, it was the first question. Since, <laughs> since, since day one, you know, like we, we talk a lot about like high school and how we were children and we grow into, you know, the best version of ourselves. And his confidence is so at a level right now where I'm just like, I, I honestly wish I was at that level. It's amazing, and I know that he can do great things with that. So, Thank good you, for such you. Such a supportive Thank girlfriend. Thank you. Confess it, baby. Yeah. Confess I wish it. I had time I'm for more dating. I have to say, more dating advice from you guys, but hey, we listen, don't have more time. Quit listen. your job, Jen. Anyway, no, uh, I just quit okay. your job, dude. <laughs> Find someone great. Funny yeah, dude. And just live life. Yeah, get with a comedian. Live you life. don't want to get with like. Get with a comedian, pero ten cuidado. Be careful because you know. Don't be careful. 
A lot of them are fuckboys. It's like, would you rather get cheated on by a football player or would you rather made fun of on stage by 350 people in front of you? I thought you were going to say something else and player. I was like, you better be careful with what you say, boys. What? what was would you rather was... get cheated on by a football player or a comedian? I would rather Me get cheated on by a football player because I got a lot of money. But... <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. No, it's true. It's true. And it's it's inspiring to watch him in front of I'm just trying to get my boys to get, you know. With my single get comedian voice to just like yeah, get some confidence and you know and find the girl. go for the pretty girls dude it's all good for the pretty girls what else do you guys is there anything else you want to touch base on like important like I don't know I mean we, I think we got everything <laughs> this yeah. is yeah. like great I think, I think, we're, think done. we're fine oh I, I do want to ask one more thing how do you how do you handle you know hold on my no, camera's about to die. So let's I know, go, go, go. Okay, okay. I thought we were wrapping. Um, I've been saying confess wait, a baby okay, for like wait, five, what, seven last, minutes. Okay, so last question. Obviously, a lot of people in Miami recognize you when you're out and about. Okay. How does it feel oh, to like be one, recognized yeah. even more and more each time? Mm-hmm. How does it feel to get... You know, it, it's it's a beautiful feeling. I, I love... Um, I love when people come up to me. You've seen it. I, if they ask for a picture, I'll take a picture. I'll ask for their names. So I try to make them feel... Like you know, yeah, I try to make them feel like you know I'm I'm cool with you. I appreciate you. I I I really do love you. You are one of the people that supports what I'm doing, and it it means the world. It's nice to be like recognized now as for who I am and like what I really do at the core um, of everything. So it's a beautiful thing. I still, whenever it happens, (laughs) if it happens, if you see me out there, dude, say hi. It's uh, it's one of the greatest things to to. To, to receive because it's like real fan love like in front of you. Just I don't be like weird about it, I will be the bro. photographer. Just don't be weird. Just don't be weird, Wait, wait, dude. now I need to know what's Like, don't hit me up one. on Instagram and be like, yo, follow me back now that I met you. Like, I'm not going to follow you back, bro. My algorithm is still king. No, I'm kidding. No, but <laughs> but I, do, I, I do appreciate you guys. And I, and, and wait, I love wait, wait. I want to know on. what's the weirdest thing a fan has done. Oh man, too many fucking oh my weird gosh, shit. What's the, the one that like just stands out the most? I don't know. Okay, the weirdest thing. There's been a few, and it's like, you know, I appreciate it. All you guys, no matter how creepy or weird uh, people are, I think the there's one guy that like he's been following me for like two years, and I think he like found me when I did like this like Spanish accent challenge that like first put me on the map and like only in data and, and TikTok and stuff. And ever since that man, I have that man like hidden on my general. You know how you can put primary or general? Mm-hmm. And that's where I put like people I don't really like yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. talking to. No mm-hmm. offense to <laughs> homie. But he be he's actually like he he just sends me voice notes that are like two minutes long. Saying what? Like he'll like almost like he's like pitching to me for me to like hire him as like an other comedian. I don't know what he's thinking. Like he'll be like, dude, I'm in the car right now and I'm thinking like Kendrick Lamar has like these like great bars. And like he'll just start talking and then he'll imitate Kendrick Lamar. And it sounds really good. Like he's like, uh, you know, like he'll just be like, like he'll just imitate. Like he has really good talent for voices. But it's almost like he has no idea how to break in the industry. That he's just like, dude, this guy yeah. is sort of kind of making it. I'm gonna send them my talent and resume and like all those little things, and, and he'll just send he'll me. Send it to his agent. But I'm like, yo, I literally have told him like, yo, this is actually good. Like, why don't you go to an open mic and yeah. try this? He's like, but, very yeah. consistent with it, bro. He does not. Can I play one? Play. Is that fucked up? Yeah, no, dude, play, I don't care. Play, I love him. I appreciate him. Thank play. you. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, bro! Literally, he—I he, I have one that's unopened. So here we go. Woo! Just so you know, and then he'll reply to shit. I love this guy, by the way. Thank you for coming. He does come to all the shows, so I'm not gonna talk too much shit. Um, 
this. It's my voice. Oh fuck! Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. So he'll just like literally send me shit like this. Look at his excitement. It's just I, I think so it's so excited. funny because he's actually good. Question. But the funniest thing about it is like no one has any idea. I guess you don't know how to make it, so you just try to make it in any way. Like yeah. it's like when I would used to like post shit and I'll just tag twenty seven people to see if who would repost it and yeah. none of one will. Uh, hold on. That. Hold on. Let's see. Yo, so I lost my voice. So I want you to tell me, do I sound more like Future? Percocet. Molly Percocet. Grammy, Grammy. Or do I sound like Gente de Zona? <laughs> Alexander, Gente de Zona. Bro, and my reply to that was Future. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sent me another voice note right after. Yo, this is Future on... So then it's like... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we ask that you please rise and remove your hats for the singing of our national anthem. Jose, can you see? By the dawn early light, motherfucker. Yo! <laughs> this dude's better than me! And I'm out here like, oh, like yeah. it's hilarious, bro. Dude, yo, that's actually really freaking isn't that good. Great, dude? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, yo, this guy's like super. Every single week. Ev every single other day, dude. Oh. I respect him, dude. He's trying, but like. He needs to show up, like, an open Show up so somewhere, like, apply somewhere, Is like, to scared? a voiceover. Like, I tell him, I'm not all the time, whenever I reply to him. But, like, I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> go you? here, go there. I think you should have him as a feature on your next show. No, really not did. as a feature, but I'll have him, like. He takes over your show, like, move, Carlos. <laughs> dude, this I don't know. The dude is, like, I think he's, like, 40, like, he's married. Oh but he's really killing it, though. Like, he, like, he's not. He's a true fan. Well, he's not really killing it. He does, like, reply to all my stuff, and he, like, interacts with me like if we're boys and i respect that I, I i i like that i like that energy of like you know what yeah we're cool you know so sure. shout out to uh i don't know if i should say his name no, don't no. Say, don't, but shout out to homie shout out to yeah. homie but i should shout it out so people follow him up to you i man. don't know dude you know what Fuck maybe it. You he would doesn't want to be followed ah dude wants... shout out to jorge acosta twelve seventeen seven, bro <laughs> shout out to him dude he's killing it Follow Jorge. Acosta, I guess this bro. counts as a confession. Right. hit you with the future impressions. Hey. The bueno, Alexander. Carlos, thank you for joining us today. Thank yes. you. Bro. <laughs> given us so many confessions. The so last much. one was my favorite. Yeah. That was amazing. That's, that shit's crazy. I'm sure this is not the last time we'll yeah. hear from you. Oh, we're going to keep hearing from Carlos. Yeah. He's going to be around for a while. We're just going to make you our third. He better host. be around for a while. The, I mean, that, in, in life, I, I hope. Mean, okay. in, 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 in every in sense. Life, with my sister over yeah, here. Even Yuri's Bell will be making comebacks for sure. In Ellie's life and in my life. Hell yeah, that's well. what I like to I'm hear. waiting for Yudi's bed. Maybe he'll come out for my birthday. I hope so. Mm -hmm. Dale. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you Carlos, so much. if they want to follow you at Carlos, but it's spelled with C-A-H. Good job. Right? It's C-A-H-R-L-O-S. It's an H in the middle. The reason mm -hmm. for that is because my mom used to put C-A-H-R on my notebooks when I was growing up because my initials are Carlos Alberto Hernandez Rodriguez. So then I was just like, I'm going to be cute with it. And then it like... Now it's become my brand that I just tell people I'm Brazilian. Mm -hmm. God. So, uh, follow me at Carlos on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, go buy some merch. We just finished uploading some merch uh, with my assistant slash manager slash Judy's Bell's biggest fan. Um, go buy some merch at Carlos.com, C-H-R-L-S.com. And if you're in L.A. or you're anywhere in the country or the world, come to a show. Come see me. We'll have a good time. Okay. Just don't ask me to follow you back. Thank you. I love you guys. Appreciate you both. Thank you guys for listening in today. Make yes. sure to subscribe, subscribe. Like, follow, like, follow, reviews, everything we want to hear from you guys. Yes. Make sure to interact with our questions yes. because you never know when you could be getting yes. a shout out. That is true. We shall see you guys next hump day. To confess Bye. it, baby. Bye.